If there is anything I've learned from the Marvel Universe, it's that superheroes come in all shapes and sizes. Some wear suits, some carry hammers. They're from various backgrounds, each with their own unique origin story. But what they all have in common is the desire to do good and the determination to always get back up in the face of opposition. When you first meet Asia Wilson, the 6'5 powerhouse big, formerly of the University of South Carolina Gamecocks, you know she is the definition of a real-life superhero. Her story starts, like many of my favorite superhero stories do, with an unexpected young person who only wanted to be normal, but found out her life would be anything but. When Asia, WNBA first-round draft pick, and the daughter of a former professional basketball player, begrudgingly began her sports career, she struggled. That all changed when she met her future collegiate coach, Dawn Staley, an Olympic champion and head coach at USC. Asia, the reluctant water girl, began a journey that would lead to a national championship and countless awards for her skills both on and off the court. I sat down with Asia the morning before the draft to chat about her journey as a player, her love of superheroes, and what's next for the 21-year-old athlete. Are you hiring? Posting your job to job sites and waiting, and waiting, for the right people to see it? ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. In fact, 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Right now, listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash voices. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash voices. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I love stuff like this. I love like watching. So welcome. You've had a busy morning. I follow you on Instagram. You you walked the Brooklyn Bridge. You went to the Empire State Building today. It's been crazy. Yo, it's been amazing. Then I get drafted later tonight. It's been crazy. Well, I'm glad you got to have some fun today. It's it's crazy. You're a big Marvel fan. I love all the characters. I I, I love movies. I love to watch them. So, who's your favorite? See, I really don't have a favorite, but I could never go on Iron Man. Yeah, he's I'm here goat. for Iron Man. He's I mean, goat. he's pretty much a Marvel staple. Yeah. I don't know. I really like all the superheroes. I mean, you're kind of a superhero to a lot of folks. <laughs> like, you've been signing autographs since you were in high school. How does that feel? Like, you're 21 now. You got camera crews following you around. <laughs> Everybody thinks you got everything answered. Right. I, it's crazy. Like, I think people tend to forget that I'm human. Like, they're yeah. just, like, always constantly. Like, if Asia, like, slips, and they're like, <gasps> I'm like, I trip over things. That's how I'm... You have long limbs. <laughs> you, <of course. laughs> like, that's me. <laughs> like, I was just talking to my mom. I was like, Mom, what if I trip going up on stage? She said, Asia, no one would put it past you. Like, that's just me. I'm just clumsy. Jennifer so. Lawrence tripped going upstairs. And then she still got her Oscar. Look, you will be fine. Right? Like, it's just like... Also, can we talk about the fact that you have a bad and bougie hat on and I'm so here for this right now? <laughs> like, for real, your nails are always done. Your hair is always laid. Your pearls are always on somewhere. And you will bust out dancing at any point in time. Like, I am here for everything. Yeah, I don't know. My I give this all to my mom, and I blame my mom because she's really made me into like 
a girly girl, such a girly girl. Like, my dad was really like, she needs to be an athlete. She needs to do this. She needs to make sure. And my mom's like, okay, she can do all of that. But she's going to also do this. She's going to make sure she takes care of herself. She doesn't really look a hot mess all the time. So I blame all this on my mom. But, yes, like. You're like a big family person, though. Oh, yeah. I love my family. Is that a Southern thing? Is it something where, like, because I'm a big family person. Yeah. My my mom, my grandparents, like, that's. That's life to me. Yeah, I feel like I was just, that's the way I was raised. Like, I grew up in the church. My grandfather was a pastor. Mm-hmm. So after every sermon, and he lived, my granddad on my dad's side and my mom, on my grandmother on my mom's side lived like 15 minutes away from each other. And the church would be like right here. So we would just go and hit up my grandfather's house. Then we'll go and get him and go to my grandmother's house. And then we'll go home. Like, that was every weekday, like every week. And on Sunday, oh, we're not getting home until maybe 11 o'clock at night. Wow. So I would always be around my family, always. And that was one of the motivations for one of your tattoos, right? You mm-hmm. have Philippians yeah. 413. Yeah. And, and on the other side, you have yeah, uh, Patty. Yeah, I have my grandmother right here. Is that her signature? Yeah, it's her signature on her will. <laughs> yeah, I have it. And then I have Philippians 413 on my stomach. And then um, this is the Sweden margin like symbol. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have to face setbacks in order to move forward. And then I have God is greater than man. I was wondering what that one was because yeah. I was like, that looks okay. God is greater than I. And then here, uh, me and my, I call him my little brother. He's like my daughter, little brother. We have the I love you in sign language. And we both Aww. have it. So, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to get some before, like, because the way my draft outfit is set up, my shoulders are showing, and I wanted a shoulder tattoo. But you were always dressed, though. <laughs> like, I saw, it was like, that dress you wore with the sleeve to the yeah. side at the Woodson Awards, it's like this gorgeous blue dress, and it's got this ruffle on the side. And then you have the audacity at 6'5 to wear heels. And I was like, I actually brought my I was like, if they make me take a picture with her today, I'm wearing my heels. Because I'm 5'7. I'm not even going <laughs> to. Yeah. But, I mean, you've always, you grew between freshman and senior year. Like, how did that it's like literally like a blink of an eye because I would use my mom as a height measure and there'll be a time where I'm like, she's looking down on me and then I'm looking her in the eye and it seems like I woke up one morning and I was just looking down on her. And from there on, like I was wearing the same size shoe as my mom when I was like 14, 15 years old. And that's about the time you decided that you were going to take basketball yeah. seriously too. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows this story, but like there's this blend between you meeting Coach Staley mm-hmm. This blend between your dad putting you in this league and then this moment where you're like, I'm tired of getting in the water. I don't want to be a water girl anymore. But, like, what kept you motivated to keep doing it? Because there's a difference between high school sports and college yeah. sports. Yeah. Um, my motivation would just have to be just I, I, I love my teammates. And just to see them playing and just to see their energy and just the excitement – of when we were playing a game, it just kept me, I just always wanted, because we were winning, so everything's happy when you're winning. So a lot of good things were going on. I was like, man, this is fun. Like, oh my goodness, like my teammates are happy, I'm happy. Like, we're making stuff happen. And I think that's what really kept me motivated, was just like, man, my teammates are having fun, and I'm a part of it. Hey, I'm about to keep doing this till the wheels fall off, so. Yeah, but it's more than that. Like, people call you the mama of the team. Like, that's <laughs> a lot of energy and love to give folks. Yeah. Do you feel like, that came from your background? Do you feel like that's you channeling Hattie? Like, what do you, like... Um, honestly, I don't know. I really feel like I'm, I'm more to myself than anything. I never really... 
put myself out there. I'm normally just to myself. Like, you can ask anyone. They'll be like, Asia's going to do Asia regardless. And that's just how I am. And it, it attracts people sometimes, and then sometimes it doesn't. But either way, I'm like, I'm doing my thing. Sorry. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like after we left the Empire State Building, I'm, like, tapping on the sidewalk. Acting like I can tap. It's, like, crazy stuff. Wait, you can tap? No, not at all. Okay. But I was acting like you couldn't tell but me I, that. But I heard, but you were in dance classes as a kid, so you can pretend. <sighs> I can well. pretend. I did the heel toe, you know. <laughs> I did that. I did a nice little hill toe. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. I just love, and like, especially young girls, especially like my freshmen that I had on my team last year, I love taking them in because to kind of show them the ropes because that's how my veterans were with me. And that's what helped me grow is just knowing that they can call me for anything. Like, if they want to get something to eat, if they want to just talk about the game. And Sometimes in this generation, we don't like to talk about stuff because it looks down upon a sensitive or like you need help. So that's why I kind of take it upon myself to tell them, hey, I went through what you're going through. You're not in it alone. And that's what I really just reach out to them so they don't have to feel like they have to come to me or they're bothering me. So I guess that's why they call me the mom of the team because I just tell them straight up, like, you know, this is what we need to do. This is what needs to get done. This is how you can do it. Yeah. And I don't really... It's a lot of things are black and white with me. I'm no gray areas, mm. none. So, when's your birthday? August eighth. I'm a Leo. Oh, <laughs> nah, ain't there is no nope. <laughs> Straightforward, straight to the point all the time. That's me. <laughs> That's actually what I felt like you were doing when you came out about your dyslexia. Mm-hmm. You're like, look, there are other people, particularly people of color, right? Yes. Like it is, <laughs> dyslexia is commonplace, but it also is just very like people like Whoopi Goldberg, like really battle with this but that was really brave yeah it was it was tough it was tough i'm not even gonna lie to you um it's just it was something that was really really near and dear to my heart and it took me a while to even tell my friends so i knew it was gonna take me a while to let everyone know if i was gonna let everyone know but i just felt like it was good timing because i didn't want to go into the uh, professional league with that on me i felt like that was just gonna be something else that i'm gonna have to battle with but it also good for me to say it because like you said, like it, it's amazing how it touched everyone. I never would have thought how many people were really battling with it. And some people may be battling with it and don't even know. Mm-hmm. So just to bring awareness to it, that was my biggest thing. And it was, it was tough. It kind of showed people that I'm human. Yeah. That I go through things. I go through struggles. I, I, it's not just, it's just not in a perfect world. Like I struggle more than a lot of people may imagine that I do. Because they're like, oh, she puts the ball in the hoop. She She's smiling all the time. That's her. But they don't know nearly the amount of things that I've had to go through to help me smile all the time, to help me just kind of put yeah. the basketball in the hoop. So just to show people that it's real. And um, I've had to battle with some things, and I'm hard-headed. <laughs> I don't really listen. I couldn't imagine <laughs> that you would be hard-headed at all. Ever, but <laughs> I am a, a little, just a little hard. <laughs> with that work ethic, you gotta be hard headed. Yeah, and like you know, it just—it was a tough pill to swallow. It was, especially yeah. at a young age. Like I was like, I don't want people to think I can't read. Like I can read. Like it was just a bad feeling that I always had on me. Because there'll be things that I'm like, oh, like no, don't make me read this. I'd rather just do. Because when I would do speaking engagements, I just would talk from my heart because I just didn't want to read off a sheet. And I might pause. I didn't want people to think that I was struggling. So I would literally just go in, no paper, nothing. My mom's like, you sure you don't want to write that? I'm like, no. She's like, okay. So I just go up there and speak from the heart. And it makes it more genuine, but at the same time, I just didn't want to have that on me. (laughs) 
I think that was the big deal when I saw your you know, the recent video you just put on Instagram where you were reading your parents' letter. Mm-hmm. I was like, she is <laughs> she is conquering all the fears. Yeah, yeah. and that was a, and it's funny because when I went in, I didn't had I had no clue what was going on, and they just like you know sit at the desk. And I was like, okay, and they're like, well, we're gonna give you this letter and we want you to read it, and they didn't catch it, but I was like, oh, like I was just like, oh my goodness, like it was triggering back, and then when I saw it, I said, you know, this is. I have to keep telling myself as if it's a game, you know, just keep pushing through. Like, just push mm. through. You're good. It's nothing. Do you think that's why you like superheroes so much? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. You know, they're invincible. That's how I see it. And that's how I would love to be. And that's what people kind of see me as. And, of course, none of us are probably invincible and can't really get through stuff. But um, Don't tell the WNBA. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, when I see them, I see that they're beating all odds. Uh, as soon as you think the villain may have them, they're like, no, we're back. And I felt like that's how I am. And that's why I love superhero movies. Word. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you got to tell me, like, because I know for me, like, my one of my personal favorite superheroes is actually one that I'm getting to know more and more because I just took this job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Because she's from New Orleans. Okay. Uh, yeah. And she, yeah. and, like, in the comic books, like, she led the Avengers for a moment. And she was also, like, it, just, it was so dope because it's like, oh, there's a black woman from New Orleans? Oh, oh, superhero. This is great. <laughs> is there any, like, particular part of it that you were just like, yo, this is what gets me through? Hmm. Um, it would just be, like, this the simple fact that, like Iron Man, he gets hit. He just takes that and he keeps going. And I think that and same with Black Panther. He takes a hit. It brings more energy. And it's kind of like you take that hit in a game and it, you can either fall or you can bounce back from it. Yeah. And I think that goes for all superheroes. You can hit Captain America's shield. He's like, okay, it's good. It, it, it fuels the fire. And I think that's the part that I take away. And that's the part that I love about it. Because I, I mean, I, you should see me in movies. I'm in movies and they get hit. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, he about to come back. Like, y'all thought y'all had him down. He's coming back. And it's like, that's how I am. Like, I really get into it because, I mean, it's, as an athlete, I was about to say student athlete, not a student athlete anymore, but as an athlete, you know, we take a lot of hits, whether that's on social media from people saying, you know, y'all don't know what you're talking about, keep going, or they're trying to say something about your game. We take a lot of hits. That's not necessarily on the court, the field. Uh, but, you know, we use that as fuel, and we take the hit and we bounce back, and we, make, we come back greater. And I think that's what superheroes do. When they when they hit the armor, it bounces back. It takes, absorbs, and they come back with a lot more energy. So that's what I like about it. They you really can't. They have tough skin to break through, and that's what you need to ha- be as an athlete and just as a as a strong woman, especially a woman of color. You have yeah. to have that armor, that tough skin, because you're you're getting it from all angles. Yeah. So to have that, to have that, and just to take hits from everyone and still come back bigger and stronger, I think it's just a blessing. Do you feel like it has been different being a woman of color in sports, but also just you're like a very dynamic person. Like you have a very complex, it's, you're not just an athlete. Yeah. Um, do you feel like it's been different or difficult or challenging? Yeah, it has. It really has. Uh, like you said, uh, it takes, it's, it's tough for women to earn their respect anyways. But uh, being a woman of color is even harder because you're getting overlooked that much. Uh, mm-hmm. People might not always go for you to be the face of something. And for me to have this opportunity to show young girls and also young boys now that, you know, it doesn't really matter. You can still accomplish a lot of things, whether your skin color, your height, anything, male or female. But I think it is harder. It is tougher. 
But I, that's that's what makes the the ride that much more fun because you know you're beating the odds. People don't even imagine you even being in the situation, uh, and we're at a good time where men are stepping in and they're st- stepping up and talking about it. So it's not like it's just us. So I feel like we're really coming together and we're on we're making we're going up the scale instead of down the scale or not going anywhere <laughs> at all. And that's always a good thing. So yes, I think it is tough, but I think uh, we have just the resources and the people around us to to form this kind of like atmosphere to help us grow. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, with coach Daly being who she yeah. is, like <laughs> I feel like that's embedded in like your ethos. Cause when I hear someone say that you are the most versatile and the best big in the league, mm-hmm. like that isn't something that's just pure talent. Like mm-hmm. that takes work and skill and believing in in something literally i've seen you take a hit and just keep moving like you just (laughs) keep moving and that's not just skill that's not just like there's something in you Mm -hmm. that clicks yeah um i don't know it's kind of it's kind of weird it's when i play i don't play for that one play i play for the play after the play I'm like, okay, you're playing me this way. I see it. But I'm trying to figure out how can I get to the basket with these three defenders in me. I'm not looking at the first defender that's in front of me. I'm looking at the third one because you have to be ready. It can't be plan A. You got to be already on plan C. Like you got to keep moving. I think that's how I operate is I don't necessarily see what's in front of me. I look a little bit ahead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it helps me because I'm like, okay, if I can figure out a way to get there, this is nothing. If I already figured out a way how to get to the third defender, the first two is, is good. Yeah. So um, I think that's what really keeps me going. And like you said, Coach Daly, she has taught me so much. I mean so much. Not even about basketball and about life. And I think that's what's helped me play a lot better yeah. because I kind of know how to tackle the things that I got going on in my mind. My In my mind, I'm like – okay, I might not be shooting well. How can I get my teammates open? And she can help me in that way. How can I still be pro- productive when it's not just scoring? Yeah. And so I think she's really helped me out with that, and she's taught me so many lessons as a coach. And she is my mom away from my mom, of course. <laughs> I love her to death. Uh, we argue so much, but at the same time, I know that she loves me. Yeah. And um, she is the one that keeps me thinking all the time. She's like, Asia, when you're not thinking, you just play. Yeah. It's never really don't think too much. But she does keep me thinking. She's like, you know, you got to look at the big picture, but also worry about the little things. So speaking of, what is your major? Mass communication. Yes! <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got really excited. I have a degree in mass communications. So if you weren't playing basketball, yeah, what would you be doing? Um, Besides stand-up comedy. <laughs> um, I can see myself um, being like a sports analyst talking about I wouldn't pull myself away too much from the game um I would definitely kind of stay in the game but definitely just kind of talking about it I love to talk uh I think it kind of came I get it from my dad oh my god my dad my dad's never met a stranger before (laughs) (laughs) so I get that from him I get it honestly but um yeah anything whether it's like reaching out to young people or just like being in the community and helping out um, young kids uh, anything like that I, I would just love to do that 
So one, you're from South Carolina. You went to school in South Carolina. Yeah. South Carolina knows you. <laughs> well, they most of them think they know you, but they, they know <laughs> the legend of you. But you know, most athletes have a cause. They have yeah. something they believe in strongly, but it's also rooted in who they are. So yeah. it's not like they just didn't know yeah. what the cause was. But like for you, like what are the causes you really believe in? Actually, it's funny that you asked. I just put out it. Um, I have this thing called a You Caring Foundation. And it's uh, a donating money to our one of our biggest hospitals in South Carolina, Palmetto Health Children's Hospital. And it's about ca- um, children with cancer and blood disorders. And it's um, money to send research and to bring awareness to their uh, foundation there. And I actually got close with these uh, two young people, Brayden and Mariah. Uh, they, uh, they're cancer uh, patients, of course. And uh, they really, really changed my life. Mm. They've changed it all the way around. Because uh, it was the time where, as you know... Just when I think I'm not having a good day or a good game, I'm thinking about these young kids battling with this. And I really made a connection with the two of them. And I wanted to um, donate a percentage of my WNBA check to the fund in their honor. So I just started that. And then we call it Team Palmetto Health. Um, So I'm I'm super excited to start that. But that is something that's near and dear to my heart. Because, I mean, those kids, they they never have a dull day. And just when Mm. you think... Man, like, oh my goodness, my life has come. I didn't do well in my test. I'm like, makes everything so small, right? <laughs> yes, you put it in perspective. So I, that's the least. I mean, they think that they're my number mm-hmm. one fan, but I'm truly theirs. So to have that honor and to use my platform in that way to help them, it's amazing. That's pretty. That's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dope. I'm excited for it to get started. My my goal is ten thousand, and I think. Yesterday was our first day doing it, and we're already at 5,000, so we're already on our way there. So I'm super excited. How does that feel? It's insane, honestly. Uh, I never knew how much, like, kind of power you can hold if you just really believe in something. I never knew how, how I could bring, like, bring my whole state together over basketball, women's basketball at that. Like, I would have never imagined myself having this kind of, ability to bring people together uh I'm, I'm just a young crazy 21 year old girl who loves to dance and smile and eat chipotle and chick-fil-a and panera like I, i'm simple like it's you not got like, your list yeah You're like yeah. chick-fil-a chipotle chipotle panera, panera. This, this is what i eat this is not a- an endorsement <laughs> this is what i eat um but yeah like it's crazy that you can really and, and in such a positive way mm-hmm. i mean little old south carolina doesn't really get a lot of talk it doesn't but you know, when you think of South Carolina, they're going to be like, you know, they had that women's basketball team that won a national championship. And for me to be on that team, it, it's amazing. Yeah, I've seen the ring. <laughs> that ring's hot. It's pretty nice. <laughs> so, yeah, just to have that, and, ah, man, it's it's a great thing. I love it. I mean, I've kind of been put out there in the fire. So, I really, there's really no turning back. So, I just embrace it. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I, I guess it was never like a, I've always wanted to be the normal kid. I didn't want to play Mm. basketball. I hated it. And I wanted to be normal. I would always tell my mom. I remember in high school, I would go crying to her, like, Mom, I just want to be normal. I just want to go to the mall, look at a hot mess without someone saying, hey, can I get your autograph? But she's like, you know, and my grandmother, she was the first one to tell me. She said, God didn't put you on this earth to be normal. To whom much is given, much (laughs) is expected. I'm sure she said that, too. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, oh, I said, okay, but Grandma, you could be right. But she's like, no buts. She said, just go be you. And I think that's when it really kind of hit me. I can still be me and still 
help out a lot of people. Yeah. So it's do you feel like you level. bring your 100% whole self to the court? Oh, yeah. 110%. I'm a whole different person when I play. I'm still laughing, but it's just, it's like a switch that goes off that I'm like, okay, it's time to work. And I think that's the beauty of it all. I mean, I, I mean, as soon as the game's over, it's like I go from this, like, serious to just smiling. Because I'm like, okay, time to take pictures of fans. Like, that's how it is. It's just wow. like, that's how, that's how I am. Because, I mean, I, mean I, try to, I try to touch and help everyone because they play a huge part in who I am. Like, without the fans, I wouldn't be playing in front of anyone. Without their dedication, mm-hmm. it'll be tough to play into a quiet gym. So I kind of give my appreciation to them. Does it get tiring? Yes, of course. I'm human. Do I want to take every picture? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, I still have to put on that smile because that's making someone's day. I mean, some people come up to me and they're like, I don't want anything but a hug from you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, it's just simple. But, yeah, I, I got to embrace it. And that's what I've been doing. I love it. <laughs> So what you're telling me is that you're a superhero. Cool. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, not there yet. I got to get my superhero outfit. So I know you love Dr. J. Yes. I heard about the basketball shorts. The fact yes. that you roll them up because you can't stand anything on your knees. Uh, yes. I mean, I dig it. <laughs> if you could put together your superhero all-star team of folks. Yeah. Playing or not playing, retired who would it be that you would want to play with? So, I mean, okay, okay, let me see. Uh, Dr. J got to be in there. I mean, Dr. J is amazing. Coach Daly. Word. Um, Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan, little Carl Malone. Oh, I'm here for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Larry Bird got to have a shooter. Oh, yeah, my LeBron could play my point. <laughs> He can do pretty much anything. Um, I want to say Magic. Magic could be dope for the for the, for the point guard. But yeah, those are the names right now that can come to mind. I feel like that's an unbeatable team. Who would you get from the WNBA? Ooh, Candace Parker, Diana Taurasi. Yep, Lisa Leslie. Yes, yes Lisa Leslie got to be in there. Oh, Sue Bird, Maya Moore, Tina Charles. Sylvia Files. Yeah, there's some goats right there. That's that dream team right there. Yeah. That's that, that's that dream team right there. <laughs> that is, that's an unbeatable team right there. Mm. I'd coach them. I wouldn't play. <laughs> Wait, why? I feel like I'd be so in awe that I wouldn't be able to play. I'm like, oh, my God. You be fangirling all over the team. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, fangirl. I fangirl for Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin has to be on my. I love Blake Griffin. He has to be on my, my team, too. All right, so if you were going to put together a superhero basketball game, who would be on your team? Spider-Man. Word. Iron Man. Black Panther. This might be weird, but I like Groot. I love Groot. What do you mean weird? Like, Groot is the best. I have three Groot Funko toys in my house. What? Groot, I can see him in the paint. That's good. And then I need my big man, the Hulk. Oh, that is a school. What? <laughs> Oh my god. That I can already see the defense. The defense is not getting past Spider-Man first of all. Cuz he's webbing people. Then Iron Man, good luck. Hulk, good luck. And Groot in the middle. Nobody's getting to the basket. Yeah, we're good. I mean, it's threes all day. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's easy bucket. That's an easy bucket. I'm good. I'm good with it. That's it. That's, that's my it? team right that's there. That's you straight. That's it. No one else. 
We can have some subs. Nah, they don't get tired. We're good. <laughs> Transition all day. We're good. <laughs> Solid. You just, we good. We banked. Yep. What does the next five years look like for you? 2023. Ooh, hopefully, fingers crossed, I'd be able to play in the 2020 Olympics. I would love to be an Olympian. That's Word. one of my goals. You already have one gold medal, but you want an Olympic gold medal. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Definitely. Um, having a great career in the WNBA. Uh, five years. Probably starting to think about having my family. Trying to have a little family. Um, just really in the community. Mm. Hopefully I've had a, um, I formed a nonprofit. I wanted, that's another one of my goals. And uh, just to be enjoying life. Enjoying it all. I feel like that's that seems like my life. <laughs> Do you think you're gonna want to coach like uh, Coach Taylor? Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to coaching, I I don't think I'd be able to coach me like a player like me. So I don't want to coach because I know I probably gave Coach Daly a hard time. What do you mean? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Coach used to go at it. Like we still you do. don't want to do drills? Is that what you say? Yeah, <laughs> my players would. I could do it. I don't think I don't think I have the patience. Like, it's been time where I just, like, look at Coach Day, like, how do you do this? And does she have her panic attacks? Yes. But, like, I feel like I would have one, like, every second. So I'm like, Mm-mm. I would always t- talk about Coach Daly gray hairs. She, like, because of you. Like, probably. <laughs> You're right. True, true. <laughs> so one of the coolest things that I have seen you do is you can two-hand dunk. <laughs> like, how how many women do you know can do that? I don't know many. That literally is like being Iron Man and flying up to, and you do it so effortlessly. Like, did you? Did you, is this something like you were like, I am going to perfect this. This is something I want to do. I'm going to do it. Honestly, no. I think it was just um, one day. Me and my uh, two best friends were just working out, and they were dunking, and I was like, I can do that too, and I actually did it. <laughs> I was go. I mean, I was just doing that because I'm very competitive, and I'm like, y'all think I could do? I could do that too. So I was just really talking, and then when they kind of was like, okay, show us, I was like, uh ooh, and I I got a little good stretching, I got a little warmed up, and then that's when it happened. So it wasn't any prep behind it. Uh, it was just like kind of those one thing. So so yeah. you just decided you was gonna cross half the court and just jump, and then you jumped. I think that personifies a lot about your personality. That's uh, my life. <laughs> but you don't like hearing the word can't and no. Can't stand it. I remember I was in practice one day and Coach Daly said, Asia, you're being average. I thought I thought I was about to go crazy. I thought I was going to have to end up in a straitjacket and people were going to think I was insane. And she knew that. And that's the thing that I love about Coach Daly. When she knows you can't stand something she's gonna keep picking at it and press that button until she gets what she wants out of you and she knows that she can do that so I'm like I'm not gonna let her get to me and then that's when she said okay well go ahead to the side and you're out of practice you're not gonna practice because you want to be average it made me furious and that's when I went out there and I'm like okay I'm gonna show you I'm not average and ever since then I think that helped me I'm like in my mind I'm like I'm not gonna be average at anything that I do anything I'm going to make sure that I'm the best and <laughs> at anything that I can do. I'm going to try to make sure that I'm the best. And Coach knew that, so she would always say, oh, you're blending in with everyone else. She's like, you're blending. And I'm like, huh? There's no way. 
but that's how it is. And that's how, and I, I, can't, I can't stand the word, those, those words. I don't, I'm going to try anything that I can to prove I can do something. So the girl who used to go over to her grandmother's house <laughs> and do puzzles and watch Judge Judy, who wanted to be nothing but normal, <laughs> cannot stand the idea of being average. Yes. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Quick fire questions. Uh-oh. <laughs> what should iTunes look like? Ooh, my iTunes is very, it's very diverse. I like a little, you know, 2000 R&B, a little Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. you know. But then I can also go to Migos, some Stir Fry, you know, Motorsport, Cardi B. So, like, in between, you can have some little Robin Thicke in there, you know, a little, little different stuff. Some little Joel Avert, Luther Vandross. You never know what might be on the playlist. So it's pretty diverse. Word. A little Taylor Swift, Katy Perry in there, too. I'm here for Taylor Swift. So you can play guard, <laughs> forward, almost anything. What is your favorite position to play? Uh, I would have to say the stretch four. I feel like it's the position where you have the most freedom. Uh, if someone's bigger than me, I can take them out. I can face up the basket, see what I'm working with. If someone's smaller than me, I can post them up back to the basket. So I think the stretch four is gives you the opportunity to you have a lot of freedom to just move and kind of just play the game. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Definitely to fly. What is the thing you're most looking forward to with the draft tonight? Um, I'm most looking forward to um, me and the other draftees kind of getting dolled up and dressed up. I think people are used to seeing us in our uniforms and like sweaty, but now it's giving us the opportunity to show that other side of us that people might not see. And I'm looking forward to that. And I heard they having food, so I'm interested to see what the food's like. Mm. So they might catch me stuff in my face. It's all good. <laughs> Last question. You say that a lot of people forget that you're human and they only see you as a basketball player. If there is something in particular or in general that you want people to know about Asia, what would it be? Um, that I'm a really, this is really me. I don't want people to think that I'm bubbly or happy-go-lucky because of the cameras, because I'm always constantly mic'd up. I want people to know that that's who I am, that God has truly blessed me, and I'm going to do anything that I can to to show that, to show that he's within me. Yeah. All right, one more question, because yeah. I just need to know. Yeah. Who is your personal superhero? My grandmother. <laughs> my grandmother is definitely my superhero. She is the number one superhero in my life and will always be. And you still talk to her every day, huh? Oh, what? Like, it's, I know she's like, what do you want, Asia? <laughs> I know she's like that. I know because I'm constantly like, Grandma, I ask her about anything. Even when she uh, when she was living, I would ask her about basketball. She didn't know anything about basketball, but I would still ask her. Did so, she ever get a chance to see you play? Yes. She never seen me play until my first game um, in college, my freshman year. It was, an, it was a noon game, and uh, she... She doesn't like to be out late at night, so it was perfect. And um, she couldn't watch me on TV because she would think that they're hitting me on purpose and it would get her rowdy. So we're like, okay, you're not going to watch it. But, um, yeah, she that was the first opportunity that she seen me play, and it was the, the greatest time ever. Uh, it was amazing. She even put her teeth in. It was, it was like a holiday. She never <laughs> puts her teeth in. She put her teeth in for me. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that was the first time, she, the only time she seen me play. Well, I'm really glad you didn't put that basketball down in 2016. Yeah, me either. It's blessed me a lot. <laughs> Word. That's it? Yeah. We're done. Is that good? Yeah, it was great. <laughs>
Awesome. Have fun. Good. That was the whole point. Yeah. I like you. I mean, how could you not have fun in this room? That evening, Asia was drafted to the Las Vegas Aces and at the release of the show has already started her WNBA career. Congrats, Asia. Thanks for listening and leave a review. Share with a friend. I'll see you next time.